Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos and Good Erev Yom Tov. Let's begin with Piskatova. Today is that very special day. Today itself is a Cholamoed, but it's a very special day of Cholamoed. It has its own name, Hoshano Rabba. And it is called Hoshano Rabba for many reasons, not the least of which is we said. Hoshana, many times we went around the uh, Torah seven times uh, today as they did in the base Hamigdash. Once each day of Sukkos and on Hoshana Rabbah, the last day, they encircled the Mizbeach seven times. And really, there are two different themes to today. The Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah tells us that Bachag Nidonim Alamayim, on Sukkos we are judged for water, what the water uh, supply will be for this forthcoming year. And just as Ni'ila is the end of Yom Kippur, and HaKoholech Achar HaSof, it all goes with the end of Yom Kippur, so too the end of Sukkos we are judged for water, and therefore understand that just as we began the Yom Tov season of Rosh Hashanah, on the night of Rosh Hashanah, we took an apple, and we made a bracha, Borei Priya Eitz, even though you washed, and you dipped it in honey, and you then gave a tefillah with an apple, piece of apple in your hand, beseeching Hashem for Shana Tova Umesuka, so too we end this season with an arava, with the willow in our hand, and just as the arava of the four species, while they're all dependent on water for their existence, especially the Arava. And so with the Arava in our hand, we literally are praying for water and ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu for water for this forthcoming um, year. Rabbeinu Bechaya writes that one of the reasons why it's called today Hoshana Rabbah is because it is on the 26th day after creation. Creation of the world was on the 25th of Elul, and this is 26 days later, which is the uh, today being the 21st day of Tishrei. And so 26 is the shame, the um, gematria, of Shem Havaya, of God's name, of Yudke Vavke, and so therefore, um, it is that name is called Shem Rabba, Hoshana Rabba. A lot of mystical behind this day. The Rokeach reminds us that the seven Hakafos that we went around this morning is to remind us of our conquering of Eretz Yisrael, the first war 
was against Yericho, Jericho, and indeed part of the excitement and part of the underlying um, theme of Shmini Atzeres is a celebration of our Yom Tov of Eretz Yisrael. Rav Haigon says that we <clears throat> have a Zecher Lemiktosh. The Zecher Lemiktosh is that as they circled the Mizbeach, so do we. And I think it's very significant to make mention that today is the last day that we include in our Birkas HaMazon, Horachamon Yokim Lanu, Hashem, please lift up and establish for us Sukas David Hanofoles, the Sukkah of David, which has fallen down. Now, this refers, many of our commentaries explain, including the Maharil, Maharal, ex- understand this to mean the Beis Amigdosh. Why is the Beis Amigdosh called a Sukkah? So he suggests very sharply that even if a sukkah should fall down, it's still recognizable as a sukkah. You put it away until next sukkah, you know that is your sukkah. The sukkah is there as an entity. It just has to be rebuilt. The Beis Amigdosh is here. It just has to be rebuilt. And that's what we are praying for. We touch base with the Beis HaMikdosh on a regular basis. That salt shaker on the table, whether you use it or not, reminds us of Kol Korboncha, Takriv Melach, that there was salt on the Mizbeach, that we treat the table with a great sense of reverence because that's just it. It reminds us of the Mizbeach. So what we have Today was a Zecher Lemikdash. So one theme of today of Shminiats of Hoshana Rabbah is that we are praying for rain. There's a second theme to the day of Hoshana Rabbah, and that stems from the Zohar, which teaches us that the Day of Hoshana Rabbah is the final day of judgment. And therefore, um, we have this concept of Piskatova, namely that the judgment is to be sent out today. Whatever was determined and even signed on Yom Kippur has not been sent. You can still take it out of the envelope. Today is the day that if you have not gone to say Tashlich, you can still do it today. Today is the day when we lifted up our Lulavim Neimos Bimincha Netzach. The Vayikra Rabbah chapter 30 tells us that among the symbolism of the Arbaminim is the uh, demonstration that as a people we are confident 
that we were victorious in judgment. Because when a person leaves the court and the people outside want to know were you victorious or not, when he gives the thumbs up, when he lifted up the stick, when we lift up our lulavim, that is our uh, demonstration of our achievement in Din. So significant is the custom of taking the Arava and beating it on the ground today on Hoshana Rabbah that the Talmud teaches us and it's codified in Shulchan Aruch Simon Tov Chof Ches Lo Adurosh they, Our calendar has been constructed or rigged in such a way that the first day of Rosh Hashanah can never be on a Sunday. Why not? Because if the first day of Rosh Hashanah would be on a Sunday, we would then Hoshana Rabbah would be on a Shabbos, and we would not be able to clap the hit the Arava on the ground. Now think of it. This year we did not have shofar on the first day. This year we did not have lulav on the first day. But the rabbis made sure that we had the hitting of the Arava, which shows how significant our minhagim are. And you shouldn't say, ah, it's only a minhag. And I read to you, just for one moment, a line or two from the very moving Hiratzon that we said after Chavitas or Arava, after the Arava was beaten on the ground. So we say and acknowledge that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is HaBocher who chose Nevi'im Tovim over Minogeim Atovim. He chose for us good prophets and their good customs. This, how old is this custom that our rabbis are preserving? How old? Very old. It goes back to the days of the prophets. And we ask Hashem to accept our prayers. And listen to these words. The Tosir Mechitzas HaBarzel. Hashem should please remove the iron curtain which is separating us from Him. And how, while this is always appropriate, always meaningful, how much more so in the very trying, difficult time that we find ourselves today. And we pray that our tfilos, those that are uttered, and today we had the longer Shabbos, Psuki de Zimra, our tfilos that are uttered with our mouth, our tfilos that have been enhanced by the Arava, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should please accept these tfilos, take away the pandemic, and bring us back to be able to celebrate and to be one and all with you. Today is Erev Yom Tov, Erev Yom Tov of Shemini Atzeres. Today we take leave of the Sukkah in the sense that through this afternoon you recite the bracha of Leshe Basukkah. Tonight, going into Shabbos, when the women light candles, two brachos, the bracha of Lahalik Ner, Shal Shabbos and Yom Tov, 
and the bracha of Shechionu. Tonight in the Kiddush, we recite Shechionu. The Gemara in Sukkah, Daf Memches Amaral 48a, teaches us that in six ways, Shmini Atzeres is a Yom Tov Bifnei Atzmo, a holiday unto itself. I can't go into the six letters of the acronym of Pizar Keshav, but just know that the Shechionu, the Bracha, both in the benching tonight, in the uh, Yale Viovo, not just Ritzei, in the Yale Viovo, it's no longer Chagasukos, but Shmini Chagotzeres. However, you say it, you've got to mention Shmini Atzeres as opposed Shmini Atzeres Achagazet as opposed to Chagasukos. And let's just talk for one moment. In Eretz Yisrael, today on Oshana Rabbah, if they want to eat in their sukkah tomorrow on Shmini Atzeres, they have to disqualify the sukkah. Because in Eretz Yisrael, you're not allowed to eat in the sukkah, because the Torah says seven days and not eight. But we, outside of Eretz Yisrael, the Shulchan Aruch tells us, following the Gemara in sukkah, that we sit in the sukkah outside of Eretz Yisrael. We don't make the bracha of Leshev Basukah. And those who have been sleeping in the sukkah, our practice is not to sleep in the sukkah on Shemini Atzeres. Um, I can only say very quickly that there's too much discord to begin with. Let there not be argumentation within a family about come on, what to do sitting in a sukkah, not sitting in a sukkah. I can only tell those children who have come back from Eretz Yisrael and your parents might be doing it one way, they have their family custom. Don't cause any machlokas. Do what your parents do. Rav Moshe writes, when you have your own home, then you'll sit in the sukkah. Okay, now, um, let us understand that tomorrow on Shmini Atzeres we read Koheles. Now it's very important to understand that Koheles is a perfect way to take leave and to accompany the uh, Yom Tov of Sukkos Shmini Atzeres in Eretz Yisrael. They read Koheles last Shabbos. Now what does basically Koheles say? It says, take the lesson of the Sukkah, which is, don't think that all our possessions are keva, that they're permanent, that they give us a sense of meaning. Permanent? No. They're all awry. And that is, and I quote from the second chapter of Koheles, and I'm translating just to save time. I said to myself, said the wise King Solomon, Come, I'll experiment with joy and enjoy pleasure. That too turned out to be hevel, futile. I said of laughter and of joy, what does it accomplish? I ventured to stimulate my body with wine, okay, to grasp folly until I can discern what's best for mankind. 
okay? I acted in grand style. I built myself houses. I planted vineyards. I made for myself gardens and orchards, planted them every kind of fruit tree. I constructed pools from which to irrigate a grove of young trees. I bought slaves, male and females. I acquired stewards. I owned more possessions, cattle, sheep than all my predecessors in Yerushalayim. I amassed even silver, gold, treasures of kings and provinces. I provided myself with various musical instruments, every human luxury, chests and chests of them. Thus, I grew and surpassed any of my predecessors in Yerushalayim. Still, my wisdom stayed with me. Whatever my eyes desired, I did not deny them. I did not deprive myself of any kind of joy. Indeed, my heart grew, drew joy from all my activities, and this was my reward for all my endeavors. And what does he say? I had it all. I had wisdom. I had wine. I had wealth. I had women. And what does he say at the end? I looked at all the things that I had done and the energy I'd expended in doing them. It was clear. It was all futile, all heaven, a vexation of the spirit, and that there's no real profit under the sun. Except, how does he end? Hakol nishma, after all is said and done, esolokim yorei, fear God, mitzvosov shmor, and fulfill his mitzvos. Kizeh, kol adam. This is the entirety of man. We read tomorrow the Kriya Torah on Shemini Atzeres, Aser to Aser. And we do so not because it's Shabbos, we do so because it is going back from the season of Chag Osif. And we have clearly how the Kriyas Torah tells us, You're not to come empty-handed, meaning that when you came to the base of Migdash, you had to bring korbanos, so too when we recite Yiskar, we read Re'eh, uh, and reminding that we have to give tzedakah. One of the major themes of Shemini Atzeris is that whereas on the first day of Sukkos it was 13 parim, bulls, on the seventh day it was seven, a descending order for a total of 70, 13, 12, 11, 10, etc. On the eighth day it should have been six, but it's only one. And Rashi tells us why what may be compared to a father, to a king, who makes a party and everybody comes. And after they all go home, he says, okay, now that we've celebrated with everybody else for seven days, now let us have one day alone. What does the father say? It's so hard for me to let you go. Ikvu, yomechor od, stay with me just one more day. His akvu od ma'at, stay just a little bit more. And on this little bit more, what is there? There's no lulav, no esrog, hadasim and arabim, no sukkah. All there is, all, <laughs> just us and Hashem. That's it. And that's what makes it so, so special. And the idea that I think 
we have to go into, and as we go into, please God, tomorrow, don't forget, first of all, tomorrow afternoon on Shemini Atzeres, it's Shabbos, and we have to have Shalashudas, all right, earlier in the day than later in the day. And finally, tomorrow night and um, Sunday, Simchas Torah. This year, depending upon where you are, what you're doing, be careful, everybody, number one. In past years, I would say be careful and watch your teenagers and young adults to make sure that, quote, this spirit is the right one and we don't have excess drinking. This year it's a whole different kind of going into. We don't have uh, people coming together and from different communities, etc., the way it's supposed to be. What we have is just ourselves and our Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's it. More dancing, less dancing, whatever your Besach Knesset is doing, you're going to do it carefully. You're going to realize, Ubavad Shechavin Libo Lashamayim. As long as our hearts, we know what we want. We know Hashem. We want the usual kind of dancing. We want to have the Simchas uh, Torah. Whatever you're going to have, take away, my friend, the very powerful and important lesson. And that is that what emerges from Simchas Torah is Vesein Chalkenu Besora Secha. Each and every Jew has a portion in Torah. Each and every Jew must forge a close relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu through the study of Torah. And by your growth in Torah, there will be a greater emotional, there will be a greater intellectual attachment to the Shekhinah, which is what we are saying, we just don't want to let you go. It's been such a special Yom Tov season, and the answer is, don't. Don't let him go. Whether, unfortunately, Zoom, the computer, there are so many wonderful Shi'urim, that a person can grow. Whatever your level is, dafyomi, as challenging as it is, you're not doing it alone. You're doing it with a Rebbe, and you're growing each and every day to be able to infuse Talmud Torah into each and every day. And I conclude with that very emotional story in no way to make any hashva'a comparison, but just to remind us that story whereby 400 young men were rounded up in Auschwitz and brought to the crematoria on Simchas Torah. And they knew what was happening to them. And so they reminded each other Today is Simchas Torah. We don't have anything, literally, but Hashem is with us. And they started to dance. This story, which is recorded by Rav Rot in the introduction to his Shelos and Shuvos, 
writes that the Nazi, Yimach Shemo, who heard them dancing, was so troubled, he couldn't believe it. Don't you know we're about to kill you? And they said, yes, but our God is with us. And because they weren't troubled, he said, I'm going to take you out and I will show you what it means to die in pain. He had every intent, Loelenu, I can't even say the word, of torturing these young men. Fortunately, right after this, he, the Nazi officer, was shipped away from the camp. The boys survived, teaching us that there is such hashkocha pratis in this world. We don't understand the pandemic. We don't understand what's going on. But Sukkot has to remind us that Sukkot Shlomecha, it all is His comforting Shechina that abounds us. And this is what is going to maintain us in the forthcoming months. We pray this is going to end, that we're going to be able to once again invite to our Shabbos table, once again go to the Beisach Knesses and be there in classes, in person, and argue Torah with the one giving. But until that time, we take away the uh, very powerful lesson of reminding ourselves, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you run the world. And we accept, because after all, whatever you do is Gam Zu Litova. I take this opportunity of wishing Nachum and his family, and indeed everybody, a good Shabbos, a good Yom Tov, and please God, the Yom Tov season should maintain us throughout till the next forthcoming Yom Tov. Shabbat Shalom and good Yom Tov to all.